Almost 80% of Australians are regularly using social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube or LinkedIn. What's more, 58% of Aussies check social media as soon as they wake up and the average Australian spends up to four hours a day on social media. Welcome to the Marketing Mentors Podcast, brought to you by Red Pandas Digital. My name's Tasha, and I'm joined today with the lovely Linda, as always. And if you didn't pick up on Linda's uh, intro, we are talking about social media and its toxic effects that it can have uh, really on anyone. Now, um, I'm sure we've all heard about it or we've seen it in a friend or a colleague or a family member, but um, social media can be really toxic and it can be really unhealthy. And you know, we've all been on social media cleansers. I know mm. I personally do it uh, every now and then. Yeah. Um, or when I go somewhere and there's no reception, it's a nice breath of fresh air to not have to look at my newsfeed or hear bings and pops and buzzes and all that type of stuff. So um, without kind of, because we can talk about this for hours, we've got three main topics that we really want to get into in our podcast episode today. And the first one, if you had nothing else to add, yep, that's is going to be the idea that Social media is an unreal reality. So when we go on to Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, um, I'll talk about LinkedIn a little bit separately, but when we go on to these social media platforms, we are seeing what other people explicitly choose to put online and show and showcase about themselves and about them, their life. And uh, I know I, this one hits home to me personally uh, a year and a half ago when I had uh, Zoe, my little one, and I was recovering from postpartum and birth the first six weeks was intense like I was crying constantly she was crying constantly and it wasn't this blissful beautiful Mm. experience that a lot of people that I was following on social media at the time was experiencing and they'd put these these pictures of the baby sleeping up in their arms and say oh what an incredible time don't get me wrong it is it's an incredible time but it's bloody stressful and it was it was exhausting for me and I remember in that moment of me being on social media, I was going, my life's not Mm. like this. Why is my life not like this? And not, excuse me, not only was I going through these postpartum uh, hormones and emotions, but then I was also seeing this uh, unreal reality that other women were putting up online about about their life with their beautiful, happy newborn baby. Well, maybe not even so much unreal like unreal reality tea, but mm-hmm. we enjoy putting up things that are positive yes. and sharing the positive stuff and not yep. the negative. But what can happen from that is as we're scrolling on our news feed, we're only seeing these positive things come exactly. through. Exactly. And not to say that they're not positive in that moment and they're not having a really good yeah. time, but naturally because we want to share those great things and, we, you know, naturally we don't want to share the negative yes. things that are happening yeah. to us unless we're going out of our way to really make it known that, hey, you know, life isn't all just sunshine and rainbows yeah. and these things do exist. Naturally, we're inclined yeah. to do that. But unfortunately, what that does, like you say, is yeah. create that negative experience online where then you start to really compare yourself to other people. Exactly. And yeah, we'll talk about comparisons um, yeah. in a bit. But the yeah, this idea of there are filters on things. There are filters on the way people look, on the way people sound. I mean, it all sound. started so innocent, yeah, right? Yeah. Filters started so simple, just like yep. cartoons, like dog ears, and now yep. it's become this excessive can, face-altering yeah. type thing where, like, people's noses are different, their yeah. jaw lines are thinner, they like, don't their look eyes like who are they're bigger. meant to be. Yeah. Remember that client you had that wanted, like, a filter applied on her video because she didn't like the way yeah. she looked? And it's yeah, like that, yeah. that yeah. is an effect of social media toxicity on 
on someone and like we had done this video for them but she just did not like the way she looked she wanted us to put a filter on like oh, oh honey it doesn't yeah, work that yeah, way yeah i remember that <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. your face no that's me that's me <laughs> oh but, tasha <laughs> um but i i hear you and people are uh and that's linda that's not to say you can't post the positives and we are going to talk we are going to yeah. talk a little bit about uh you know um the balance of social media but the unreal reality is is that someone might be really depressed or anxious or sad and they're posting up all these beautiful moments of their life and they're putting this unreal reality out there that they're fine yeah but really inside they're hurt and they're hurting well we see um, celebrities i mean yeah. they're notoriously known for and being called out for you know, filtering images, changing images. And unfortunately, the people that are like, you know, when you have your reality stars, for example, you have all these young children and adolescents that are following these celebrities. And now, you know, as we know in studies, it's starting to really be shown yep. that they're experiencing, like you say, this depression, this body dysmorphia. They have yeah. these unrealistic expectations of what they should look like, because what, what they, they should see. sound like. Yeah, exactly right. And why, Linda, take us on to point two, why are we on social media all the time? Well, like to bring it down to basics, dopamine, mm. right? It's a chemical uh it's a chemical reaction in our brain and basically it makes us feel good. Yep. Dopamine is like our um our feel good kind of center in yeah. our mind. And when we are on social media and we're getting likes and follows, what that does is create that little dopamine hit in mm -hmm. our mind. And there's this study in Harvard, and it's so crazy when I had learned about it, but basically it was saying that uh, it was a 2018 study and it's found that validation from likes on social media stimulates the brain similar to how cocaine does, yep. just not as intensely. And so with social media, we know that the algorithm it really is built on leveraging and playing off our dopamine. Yep. And it's this constant cycle that we're in where we seek to get so many likes and follows and notifications and we're in this loop that we don't sometimes are not aware of mm -hmm. and we're getting these dopamine hits yep. and it's feeding into our own addiction, yeah, which is right. causing mental health issues. These um, these platforms are designed to keep you there longer. I'm pretty sure Facebook's like openly come out and said, um, totally. We are going to reward your ads that keep the users in the Facebook app. And so we obviously have changed the way we do certain marketing tactics. But mm. when you are being subconsciously held somewhere and you're being fed this content uh, and you're, yeah, you're right, like watching those those metrics like views and clicks and follows and actions and all that type of stuff, that's where it's that, that, that dopamine gets ping, 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 like and you keep checking your phone. Like my phone's not here right now because I know that if it was, I'd be mm. tempted to flip it over and see if I've had any messages in the last, you know, 10 minutes we've been talking. There was this really interesting study that you and I were looking at earlier and it was the fact that our phone, our phone placement yes. in the office um, and how we're seeing that. Simon Sinek, if anyone's yeah, listening. Yeah, that's right. interesting. What he was saying is that uh, older people, because they haven't been around social media so long and developed that addiction to their phone, when they're at work, their phone is usually um, to the side of them. Yep, face whereas, down. Face down, down. Yeah. exactly. And then young children and uh, more so young adults yep. coming into the workplace, yep. you'll see that their phone is, in fact, in front of them, face side up. Yeah. And so what they're doing is they're working, but they're able to still see what's directly in front of them what's screen. happening in their phone yeah it's crazy it's so ridiculous i can't and crazy. do that my brain my brain can't focus oh yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I know you couldn't because you've got no like way. cone vision but <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i couldn't make that work for me but i hear you yeah and it because it's rewired our brains 
And I know, I know it has for us as well. You, you mentioned the study before that um, I can't remember what the percentage was, but people wake up and the first thing they do is they go on social media. Mm. I have seen this. Yeah. I've seen it a lot. I used to do it. I became aware of doing it and I've forced myself to stop. I actually don't look at my phone for the first like hour and a half that I'm awake Yeah. other than turning alarms off because um, that's my that's my vulnerable brain moment Yeah. and yeah, it's yeah. so early in the morning. I don't want to ruin it with just noise and crap and similar with going to bed. Yeah. I won't sit on social media for, you know, 40 minutes to an hour before I go to bed. I won't look at – I'll try not to look at a screen. The TV is always on. Though. It's hard so hard off. though. Yeah. No, you're right. Like unless yeah. you're actively pursuing to not be on social media and move yeah. away from it, this point, like I would say I'm addicted to it, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't put – parameters in place to be able to limit that and yep. be educated and be aware of it I'm definitely uh, addicted to it yeah for sure part of our job as well it's very hard to as a marketer to yep. separate the two yeah no I hear you yeah I definitely hear you so that was um that was Simon Sinek actually that mm. I that was when I he did a talk in 2019 that I listened to which I will put in our show notes because it's a 15 minute talk and it's actually really really interesting it is more focused on millennials and and um, the social media implications on millennials, but it's very relevant and it pertains to this argument of is social media toxic? It definitely is and it's definitely addictive and to Linda's point, it releases that dopamine, which is the drug, the natural drug that ha- that is released in your, um, sorry, natural in chemical brain, yeah. released in your brain when you smoke, drink and gamble. Yeah. And to that point, uh, you know, depending on everyone's moral beliefs and values, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of drinking. There's nothing from you know nothing wrong. I thought we were going to go a different way there. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what you thought. PG. I was say. <laughs> It'll keep this PG, Linda. <laughs> nothing wrong with a little bit of smoking cigarettes. There's nothing wrong with. Oh, <laughs> come on, I'm gonna like politely <laughs> decline with a little bit of gambling. Right? <laughs> it's when we have an imbalance of it that it becomes yep. bad mm-hmm. and it's not good. And that is the same with social media. There's nothing wrong with social media. I I love putting pictures of my weekend up on Facebook and Instagram mm-hmm. for my family all over the world and friends all over Australia or even just in Sydney that I don't see in person <laughs> to see what we've been up to um, and to share my, you know, my ups. Yes, I don't put a lot of negative stuff online because I don't want to. Yeah. People know that you're going to go through shit times. You have to share that. Mm. If someone asks me something, I'm not going to not share it with them. I just choose not to put that stuff up online. Yeah. You know, I am following a whole bunch of other mummy bloggers, though, that do put up all the bad moments with their toddlers, and I'm appreciative of that because it makes me think, oh, thank God I'm not the only one. Mm, but, um, yeah, yeah. To look, to that there point. There is a bit more of a movement there of that is. online, I will say. Like, I definitely have friends who have moved into that space where they're trying to raise, raise awareness, sorry, yep. of issues that people are facing behind closed doors with social media. And, uh, like, to our point when we talk about um, – body dysmorphia yep. and you know filters they're really trying to shed light Injustice, on yeah. yeah yeah the reality behind social media yeah because the reach is incredible so I think it's I think what's happening now we're, we're starting to see the, the new the phase and the new generation and the, the the leveraging these social tools one finding the right balance and two using them for good and in opening those doors and those pathways up for sharing a voice and to be heard and mm-hmm. and to connect to connect with people Tia I have a question yeah so obviously people talk about the fact that social media, there's still that good element because yeah. you're able to connect with people, your friends, your family in ways that you never used to be able to. And it's obviously very instant. You can see each other's lives, instant message each other. Yeah. But as we know, loneliness as a whole, it's on a rise. Yeah. So 
I, I guess there's an argument or a question around like, do you think that social media is just creating surface level or developing surface level relationships and friendships and not actually benefiting towards them like some people say? You know what I mean? Because yeah. loneliness is on the rise with, yeah. with with young children, with adolescents. We know that it's increasing. Yeah, 100%. In a world where we're so connected, we are still so just as disconnected as we were probably if not more with social media because to your point of it's surface level. It's not getting any further than, oh, I see you had a nice weekend. I liked the pictures. Mm. That's it. Yeah, is it really helping develop those deep relationships that we had pre-social media? Probably not. Mm. And maybe that that's the new that that's this new challenge that people need to uh, overcome. And so when you meet people or when you reconnect with people in person or if it's via FaceTimes or some type of, you know, virtual calling, mm. um it's more than just, "Hey, how was your weekend?" Yeah. You know, it's a deeper, it's a deeper conversation you try and have with someone. You keep asking that, you know, don't accept the first answer. Yeah. Keep asking more questions yeah. to their answer. Go that level deeper. Yeah, really, like, just dig in a little bit with people that you want to. Obviously, you don't have to be deep and meaningful with everyone. But if you want deep and meaningful relationships, it's not going to happen on social media. Yeah. It's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah. And just to be clear, social media, when we're talking about it here, guys, it's actually referring to Facebook. I think Linda mentioned most of them. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Uh, what's the other one? Twitter and YouTube. Yeah. Pretty well much. Done. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure <laughs> I've missed one. I'm sure I've missed one somewhere, but um, yeah, it's incredible. It's just incredible how many there are and how much time it takes up on you. I know every Sunday I get that notification from the screen time app on my iPhone. Yeah. That says this week you spent 9% more time. I really time. like that. I enjoy that. Yeah. And then when you click into it, it breaks it down into what apps you spent the most time on. Honestly, yeah. mine, mine's probably Instagram. I think it's Instagram followed by like messages or something, like in Facebook messages. Mine's Instagram. The yeah. two, like they're the top two competing for me. And it's so bittersweet getting that notification because mm. it's really good because it can make you kind of reflect yeah. on your week, put in new habits if you need to. But at the yep. same time, you're like, ah, oh, shit. You're like, did I really <laughs> that was spend too much time. <laughs> seven hours this week on Instagram? It's crazy. It really, yeah, it, it's, it's pretty confronting. So uh, my recommendation to anyone listening that might be thinking, I don't think I spend that much time on social media. Go and check out that on your uh, iPhone. I don't know about Androids, but see how much it is. And it'll it'll be a bit of a like reality shock, I think. Remember, YouTube is included in there. I'm not a big YouTube fan, but I know a lot of the team members here mm. spend a lot of time on YouTube as well. On that as well, we're not saying don't no. sp- like don't don't spend any time on social media. No. But what what I am saying is just question your habits. Yeah. Just question them. Yeah. How long am I spending on there? What am I looking at yep. when I'm on there? Are you looking at it when you wake up? Are you when on, am I on there? Are you on social media when you're in bed? Mm. You know, in these safe places where your mind should be kept to yourself mm. and not to instant gratification, dopamine releases, yep. comparing yourself to others, unreal, uh, unreal realities, like all that stuff that comes out of social media. And remember, remember what you see on social media isn't always the truth. <laughs> yeah. And people will put filters and they will make things out to be better or worse than what they are. And even with comparing yourself, I yeah. mean, naturally we're programmed to uh, – our brain is naturally programmed to protect us, right? Yes. And so the way that we do that is we look to things around us in an environment and we, we do comparisons to see, okay, like, you know, it, it, am I in a – is my job good enough? Am yep. I in a good enough relationship? Yep. And so our brain naturally will want to do those comparisons, but our benchmark on social media really shouldn't be taken. No. 
you know. Definitely not. You can't. Yeah, you've, you've got to, when you, when you see someone maybe same age, same job, same income statement, if you get the reference, it's a superannuation ad that I just referenced. Okay. <laughs> I didn't um, get it. That's all right. Someone will that's listening, hopefully. <laughs> Please, if you get it, let me know. Um, you could see that the, the same, same, right? And, and you know, maybe one person's got a, a, a more senior title, let's just say. Mm, yeah. Like it's nat- like you said, it's natural for you to want to try and compare and then your brain to protect and make up these mm-hmm. reasons and excuses. And mm-hmm. I honestly don't know how to say stop doing that, but stop doing that. If, if yeah. that's you, I know, and I know I'm, this is much for me than it is for anyone listening, stop comparing. Do yeah. your own thing. S- swim in your own lane yeah. and yeah. you will get to where you need to get to. Yeah. And use social media as a tool. I know for us, we didn't talk too much about LinkedIn, but I know you and I and Moby, we are we are using LinkedIn as a tool to help us be better communicators, yeah. to grow our personal brands and our business brand. Mm-hmm. There's there's a reason why we're using it for the way we're using it and mm-hmm. to, you know, to obviously share our voice with our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> On that note as well, T, what I will say um, to anyone listening is also educate yourself yep. just around kind of some of the topics that we spoke about because we're really seeing... Uh, a really negative impact on social media with our growing, you know, teenagers and and young adults. And so I would say just, if anything, just make sure you're educated just on what happens when we spend so much time on social media in our brain, you know, mentally how we feel. So that way, you know, whether it's your own parenting style, whether it's your own application to your daily life, I think the takeaway is like, it's it's less about like, don't do this, don't do that, but just... Be educated yes. and just question your habits. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Linda, anything else you want to add on today's episode? No, I really enjoy this one because yeah. we we spend so much of our time on social media due to the work that we do. Yeah. And obviously we see so many benefits from a business point of view and a personal yeah. branding point of view when it comes to social media. But often in our daily you know, interactions, we don't talk about what social media can do and be a detriment to. What it's to. doing. Yeah. yeah. But I love, I love what you said, be educated. And be aware of your habits. Exactly, yeah. If you can be educated and aware of your habits, you can make change. I like it. Woohoo! I love it. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have any feedback or uh, you would like to submit a, uh, sorry, suggest a uh, topic idea, we are all ears. Hit us up um, on LinkedIn. It's Linda D'Amico, Tasha Dalbianco, and you've been a pleasure talking to, and we will speak to Likewise you next time. Too. Thanks. Bye.